try to share the love Like uh, everything is like super, like everything is super, um, like secret. Even when it's something innocuous, it's like <laughs> he'll, he'll walk. Hey, 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 Tony, come here, come here, come here. So, uh, so, uh, what, what do you bring on Sunday to dinner? You bring in any pasta? You bring in? It's like, 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 pop. This doesn't have to be a private conversation. This, this, you, you could, you could have asked me this from over the there. Capital. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, they always want to talk about something. So, that, yeah, that's funny. I like. Uh, I just will finish watching The Sopranos uh, for the third time, all the way through. And yeah, it's yeah. I've uh, this past like couple of years, I've become a, so all the guys, all the mafia guys that went to jail in the '90s are getting out now. Mm-hmm. So like Sammy the Bull Gravano and all those guys, like they have. And now they have like podcast channel or t- YouTube channel. <laughs> That's so I've, I've gotten hooked on watching these old mafia guys. Like, oh, just, I may have like, to check that out. I've seen on TikTok a couple of the guys. They want to. Um, they're, they're talking shit about how like they could have whacked each other. I mean, sure. and they're like saying, "Yeah, you you were doing this. We know you were talking to the feds." We I mean, you got that. a bunch of old guys now, and they always everybody that talked has always has their own story about to justify why they did it. And it's like you know, who knows? The truth is in there, in the middle somewhere. But it's yeah, it's it's interesting to watch, especially because uh, like I moved away from New York when I was thirteen and moved down to Orlando, Florida, and I claim Orlando as, as as <laughs> but I I did, but I I couldn't tell you. If you I know. I grew up in Orlando, like that's I, my formative years. Like I I claim Orlando as my home, but it was kind of fun to grow up as a little kid in New York and like get that little bit of Italian culture when I was a little yeah. kid, you know? Like seeing all the old timers talk and gather around the table and have the big family dinners and, you know, Christmas, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think when I watch like the shows like that or something, that's something that I'm very envious of. Just I mean, I guess there's similar things in the South, but it just seems so much cooler in New York. Yeah. For me it was actually a l- not that different going to Florida except for the weather because I moved down to a place that was full of uh Hispanic culture, okay, which is very similar to Italian yeah. culture, especially like the Cubans, the, like just very with like simple. the family, sense yeah. of family, yeah, exactly, and, like exactly. dinner, machismo, yeah, that too. <laughs> That's funny. All those guys are out there doing podcasts. Have you seen that movie, uh, History of Violence? Yeah, it's a, it's a great Diego. fucking dude. You yeah, would dig this movie. I've never seen it before. I've not even heard night. of it. You should. You would like it. Yeah, that, that movie's cool shit. Oh, it's it's so new. Good. Oh, dude, the dude, like, oh, the cafe scene, the cafe yeah, scene. Dude, oh my god! I didn't god, know anything about bro. this movie, and then I was like, wow, this is fucking Cronenberg. I guess is the director. I don't really know his stuff, but so fucking good. Yeah. Huh. This guy. Hey, so you guys just like okay, just a little mindset. You guys just want to bullshit and kind of chat the first part and the second part. Maybe talk a little bit more about music and the show. And Up to y'all. Like, y'all, y'all lead the. Yeah, do this or do you me. want to come straight in with the music talk? No, I think or? we should do the opposite. You want to go music talk first? Yeah. And then, cause you know, while we're uh, halfway, while, while we're sober, sober enough to like actual yeah, ask right. legitimate <laughs> questions, right. otherwise I'll forget I'll, all I'll, the stuff I wanted to talk about. Yeah, let me know when I need to like be conscious of. Inflection. All right. Well, we will. Do know. I need to hold it like this? Yeah. That yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Just you know, yeah. Get up in there a little bit. You'll be fine. 
But this mic's really hot, so. I don't want to sound too. Um, uh, but I'm sort of like co host, so I have to keep gross. it kind of close no, to no, me. No, no, you do like. Knows. Hello. This yeah. is. Uh, I mean, you got this all figured out. It's true at the five spot. Everybody, so yeah, if you hear me off. If you hear me go off. Whisper off mic, I'm just leading it live at Budokan. I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. Like, he's my hero. And I was uh, in eighth grade. I've heard wait, we're we're already at Dylan. Let's start the show, man. Let's should we start the show? I, just, I, I want to hear story. Yeah, we should start the show. We're five minutes in. We should start the show. All right. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, cavort with us. This is another episode, a new episode. I'll share, I'll share your, your buzz. <laughs> um, my name is Tony. Chris is here. I'm, I'm Chris. That dude's corny. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm playing with the board. We just got a board, so I'm just I'm we playing with. We actually have a board, even so, though it's old AF. Don't talk about how old our board is, dude. I, my board is sexy. What you talking about? I might hurt her feelings. Talk about how old my board is. Don't be talking about my keep keep my board out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chris, we're, um, you know, we don't do this as, um, we haven't been as, uh, uh, as, as, as uh, on point uh, weekly as we used to be, but every once in a while, a, um, uh, an event comes up that is worth setting down for the podcast and recording, yeah. and, uh, you know, we want to make sure that this dropped in time for the show that you have coming up, mm-hmm. uh, Big Malibu Blackout Show. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. So, uh, uh, in, did it. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, Malibu Blackout and... Well, I was going to say, we, we, we've we had you guys on yeah. uh, the last episode, and it's uh, we're, we're going back to sort of our Share Your Buzz roots here, because what we started this show kind of interviewing our friends that did a bunch of cool shit, and now you're out there doing cool shit, uh, not that you weren't before, but... And, uh, yeah, like it's uh, you have a, another band playing with you guys at the show. The show is, uh, was that, uh, February... 10th? February 10th. February 10th. If you're listening to this, it might be next Friday or Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, and where is that? That would be at the Five Spot. Five the Spot, legendary five spot, venue. Baby. Love that yes, place. Yes, uh, And you guys just Great had your new album a few months ago drop out, and, and uh, which I'm still listening to all the time. It's amazing. Thank you. But Thank you. I was listening to another album today, and uh, there's not very often, especially because I got such a short attention span because I'm kind of dumb, but you have a... You have a uh, an album that comes out that you can actually you want to listen to the whole thing, uh-huh. and I was at the I was at the gym and I, I put it on, and I got usually when I get done, whatever I'm doing at the gym, I just kind of like you know turn it off and go about my day. I got back to the house, dude, and I had to keep on playing this album. And then the album got done, and I had to go back and listen to the other albums because I was digging it so much. So here with us tonight, we have the guys from Country Punks. What's up, Country Punks? Hello. What's up? What's up, guys? We have Tyler and Ty. Yeah, you guys introduce yeah. yourselves and like yeah. and, and, and you know your your part. I am Ty Gang. I am uh, the lead singer of the Country Punks. Have been for what fifteen years now, or more? Maybe longer. I don't know. Has it been uh, that long? That's well, it's longer than that actually. Two thousand seven, I think. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've. Uh, I remember two thousand seven. Actually, I, I don't. Very <laughs> uh, very successful. Country punk band <laughs> out of Murfreesboro initially. 
And, uh, yeah. Can we talk for a second, a side note, how Murfreesboro was kind of like blowing up on the music scene lately? Like, uh, my, uh, again? Yes. Again? Because it used to be again. like a really big... Was it? Okay. Scene? Oh, yeah. Because I've only been here about, 10, about 13 years, but... Uh, and, and, like, so, my... So my, my, my wife plays in a in a Grateful Dead band called the Tin Roof Cats. And oh, they're cool. and they're based out of Murfreesboro. And we go out there all the time for her shows and it's just like, man, they, they got a great great venues out there and a lot of music popping off all the time. They're always like it yeah, it's it's become like a really cool music town. Yeah, I would say like right when we were first kinda of starting to do music in Murfreesboro, it was a pretty big music scene and then kinda of died off a little bit for a couple of years, but I had heard that it got uh, it was better now. A lot of like new bands coming. Yeah. yeah. So is that where you guys live and met and all that stuff? Like, yeah, we were, like, we were uh, we were in school over there. So we got some MTSU guys in the house. What's up? So like Ty and I are from um, the same town originally. Growing up, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, like super small southern town, right above Alabama, right and yeah. But I'm a couple years younger than Ty, so we so didn't really know each other until we... Is that the, that's the end of the Trail of Tears, though, right? No, that's yeah. like in the middle of that thing. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah peak, you can that, take the trace peak tier, like, dude. all the way. It's peak tier, yeah. That's <laughs> why our music's so sad. Like, there's, a, <laughs> there's a sadness in it. <laughs> you say that. They left, so, it, they left it in Lawrenceburg, their, their sorrow. And we picked it up, and we took it to Murfreesboro, and that's why our music's so... Uh, so deep well you know <laughs> talk about that for a second because i listened to the whole the, the latest album today all the way through and uh yes i definitely can tell that the there was um deepness in the lyrics and even the the, the writing style but also um like we were talking a little bit earlier there's a um there's an energy to it that i mean really your guys's name describes exactly what you do it really happens in a band like it is country it is punk it's rock and roll but it's also like it's this weird um i love the listen to the album because at, there's sometimes where uh, especially the vocal i was like okay this is very um yeah, I just told earlier that we shouldn't compare but i, I have a comparison in my head it's, it's sometimes it's very uh dylan john lennon and then sometimes it's like this got this fifties. How dare you? And then, <laughs> and then sometimes it's got this like fifties, like rock pop rock thing to it. That's like maybe because of the production. But even the vocal, even the melodies, are kind of have a fifties kind of rock well, thing to oh, them yeah, that, that I really dig. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you say like the fifties stuff is kind of our Venn diagram of where we overlap yeah. to where like both that's, you and I like that? Yeah, we don't have a lot in common. We don't like <laughs> each other that much, but uh, we do. Get a little like bit. Fifties do up. Yeah, and fifties yeah. rock and roll. I mean, I listen to that shit. So how did, I, you, how did you guys? I mean, how did you get into the doo wop? Like, where did it, my grand, I pro, my grand, I was an Elvis freak, and then yeah. my grandpa was always listening to Elvis, like fifties music. And I don't know, I just you just like you gravitate to something. You're like, this is this is what I like. And uh, when I like. I'm always listening to fucking fifties. Like when I get in the car, like that's what was, I'm listening was to. Was your great like, dad? Was your grandpa a player? Did he play? No, he wasn't a player. Like a music player. Yeah. He was a mad. He, he crushed all. The, he crushed. <laughs> he crushed mad. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I always, you know, you meet a lot of musicians, and sometimes I wonder, um, did you did is it like a family thing? Did you have players in the family? Because I, I, I never dude, had anyone that played in my family. Nobody in my family. See, I'm the same like, way. Like, like 
my parents didn't really li- my, my dad like I think when he was junior my mom would listen to like some shitty like M.O.R. 70s shit yeah but yeah. they'll give me the only music. really musical influence that I got from my family is probably my grandpa like with Elvis and 50, Ricky Nelson I like stole a bunch of like his CDs and my grandma had like nice. a box set of uh, uh, Bobby Darren Oh yeah, oh yeah. So mm-hmm. any of that shit I could get my hands on, I was, I was listening to it. Yeah, my, I still my, listen to it. My old man would always do uh, like Dion and the Belmonts and oh fuck all yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I grew up on all that, uh, you know, run around Sue and all that stuff. And it was. So I'm I'm kind of the opposite. Shout out I to guess. Rick. Like my family, like I come from family that um, of, there are musicians. Like my grandfather was a classically trained like piano player. Went to Columbia. Uh, my mom is a singer. Oh shit! Um, His grandpa went but to Columbia. I didn't really listen. Like my parents, and they didn't really listen to like cool music like Ty's family did. And so I think like when I met Ty in college, like he kind of introduced me to like the fifties, the doo op that we were talking about. Um, you know Chuck Berry. We would oh, yeah. pull up YouTube videos of Chuck Berry, and I was you know started playing the guitar when I was like 14 and really kind of started playing like when we met and Ty would show me these like YouTube videos of Chuck Berry and we would just like nerd out on like wow so basically you're amazing. the Beatles Dion and the Belmonts right, right. Um, exactly <laughs> yeah. the Beatles used to nerd out on Chuck Berry <laughs> but Dion and the Belmonts I remember us like looking at these old YouTube videos of Run Around Sue um, and just being like oh my god that is amazing yeah and had never really yeah. heard that or listened to that growing up. You know, it's funny how, um, like, you have this impression of what's cool in your head when you're, like, a little kid before you even know that you know it. But I remember, like, listening to, like, I'm the type of guy who likes to yeah. run around. And I'm like, this motherfucker's cool. I'm like, this, this is, and it's like, you, you don't realize how that inspi- how that influences yeah. you. You know, a lot of Billy Joel, I grew up on a lot of Billy Joel, and I'm like, oh, this, this guy is singing about stuff that's yeah, cool. Yeah, he was like, definitely influenced by that era. You know, one thing about the 50s that I love is vocals and the harmonies. Like, they did that really well in the 50s. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those tracks with these great vocals and harmonies. I, I don't know. No one does harmonies like that anymore. It's like barbershop quartet. Yeah, it's some of that Gospel 40s stuff. shit left over. But you know, Dion is, is basically the same age as Bob Dylan. Like, it, it's Re- weird. Yeah, really? That, wow. Yeah, hey, dude, Elvis is only five years older than Bob Dylan. Wow. Like, it's crazy how much that little, like, micro-generation sure. of artists. Yeah. And how quickly I mean, we, they jump. You but, can, we, we, have that, we have that now in a modern day. I mean, uh, like, Snoop Dogg and Eminem are, like, the same age. But they came out popular, like, ten years apart from each other. You know, it's really? like... Really? Wow, I didn't They're know both, like, in their 50s, which is... That's so wild. Yeah. Thing. That just means we're old. Good. Dude, you gonna talk on the mic or you gonna join Am the I podcast? In there? Am I in there? Join the podcast? You just you, you keep on turning your gain up like well, then, then you're gonna end up being all tinny. <clears throat> well, sometimes it gets yeah. too loud. Sometimes I, we're having a trouble. I'm having trouble with the sport. We have marital issues on the podcast yes. all the time. So. Well, the issue is I'm sitting next. You to You guys need a lawyer? I think that's <laughs> 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 Mr. Ty over here. He's a lawyer, so we have a, a lawyer and a biologist. Yeah, yeah. A sci- we have a scientist and a lawyer, yeah. a home inspector construction inspector and a uh, builder I, of instruments woodworker slash woodworker, ri- freelance yeah. writer oh cool slash like probably the smartest dude on the table even though he said it was dumb earlier Ooh, don't, where yeah. Ridley? you boy the dog, the dog? <laughs> 
Um, Anyways, by the way, if you hear a squeaky toy in the background, that's my, my girl Ridley. She's having fun listening to Morrissey. Or no, this is the Smiths. The Smiths in the background? So I told you this yeah. guy, um, outside, guys, when we were talking before the show, but one of the things that I dug about the record as soon as I turned it on, um, so I, I listened to the first track, and I'm like, oh. I think your pizza's here, bro. <laughs> you know what? Let I'm, the dogs out. You know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to cut it out. I'm leaving it in. So, um, no, but the right from the first track, I was like, okay, this is the first track to a record. Like, it's 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 very energetic. It's poppy. It, uh, not poppy in that sense, but like we're okay it, it, with it pop. Gets to, it gets I mean, to pop. We're a pop group. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's yeah, um, dude, There's nothing wrong with pop, dude. Uh, this, and the 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 writing the vocal stylings and the music and the production really lend to that kind of 50s sound but and then it there's a build up there's like an energeticness to it and i was like okay this this is dope this is dope and then the second track comes the third track fourth track and i'm like oh this is just their style like every song is got a, a ton of energy in it and it, it it's 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 di- it, it, i don't know it, it i don't know how to describe it but it's got that same feel to it that i dig every song that we we write, in my opinion, we're trying to write a pop song. We're mm-hmm. trying to write a really good pop song. I agree with that, and I think that's kind of where we like find our groove together, right? Like yeah. that's where we take it back to. Like, is this catchy? Is this something that you want to like sing to? Or? I appreciate that. I appreciate that that you guys say that because I, I'm the same way with Malibu Blackout. I'm like, dude, if this, if someone could, do they want to hear this? Like, is it? I mean, as, as much as I love to experiment, it's like, is it, it's got to have a little catch to it. Well, keep your sexuality a, off. Then. Well, I think uh, sometimes we probably go, uh, <laughs> like, experimenting too far with, like, we want to sound like the Jackson 5. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I'd like to sound like the Jackson 5, <laughs> but I don't know if we're capable of sounding like the Jackson 5. But we, that's our, like, the pop sensibility of making every part... A hook making every part catchy. I, I, it's like I want you to be engaged in every little part of the song. I like I want to like listen to that song from point A to point B and be like, this next three minutes, like from here to Kroger, is gonna be awesome. You yeah. know, yeah, that's, that's the only thing I really like care it, about. Yeah. I think cool. also probably has something to do that I was at the gym when I was listening and I was like, oh, this is good workout music too because it's like the, it's <laughs> I don't like, know like, if like, we've ever heard. It's that. also good to. Uh, oh you know. my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. It's good to everything. Maybe a couple <laughs> you've, songs. You've huh? tried that out several times. Huh? <laughs> Who is this singing? Um, Maybe this is me. <laughs> no, it. Uh, I, I Sorry, actually, you know, it's funny because uh, we've uh, we've had a lot of bands on here, and what's well, we're funny, not your first. <laughs> I mean, not we were then. told that we were the first. No. This is actually our first show. <laughs> but well, um, you need to wear a condom now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, three years in, we have a lot of work to do. You know, ironically, we haven't learned anything. And, like, we I just, don't think so. I mean, it's like this is the first show we've had back in a while, so I'm just now getting the swing of it. So. Yeah. No, but it's funny how many. Um, what do you mean by that? You haven't learned anything. Oh, I just I make it fun of ourselves. Like we not we haven't gotten any better in three years. Oh, <laughs> but. Uh, no, but we have we've had a lot of bands on. We've been very lucky that very rarely have we had anybody on that like I didn't enjoy listening to. But I always have this. It's the same when you every said time. Rarely, that means there's one person at least that we've had on. Well, there are the sh- there are the shows where it's a little bit tough and like it's not my kind of music or it's or somebody's just starting out or what you know whatever. But sure. that, that, don't focus on the negative. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to say that I that I listen to, to you guys. There's the always band. that like, oh, we got it. 
um, like we I like we booked the show, and I trust Chris, so I know that if he's playing with you guys, then it's got to be good. But I didn't hear anything besides before today, so I was like, well, I got to listen to this so I can talk about it on the show. And you always hope that it's good, and but uh, you know not to just blow smoke. But I, when I listened to that latest album, I was like, well, this is. This is this is a no-brainer. Like this is not only good like to talk about. Like I actually enjoy this. Like I put a couple of songs on my playlist. Oh, cool, thank you. Like it's a, uh, yeah. In fact, I, I don't I don't I didn't memorize the names of the songs, but there's a couple of tracks on there that I wanted to talk about. I'll look it up on my phone later. But that uh, that stuck out to me. That uh, like oh damn, this is this is tight. I gotta put this on my on my list to listen to later. Um, there's even a couple of. Uh, couple of three-quarter time songs on there that i liked uh, in, mm. in your stuff that it, I, I dig those ones but and uh some great writing i have to go back and listen again because you never get the whole thing when you do the the, the one time through i need to go back and listen again but i was yeah i was i was like psyched about it yeah we didn't uh we we, we it wasn't like haphazard which uh, a lot of things i feel like with the country punks uh, gets associated with with being haphazard or whatever, but uh, I feel like we 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 really was diligent about getting this stuff to where to sound like the, what we wanted to sound like. And I mean, we, it took two years. Yeah, right? it took a long time. It, it was a process. Like, I think that's a common misconception, especially in a town like Nashville, where people come here, you know, to you know to 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 learn or to make something or to get discovered or whatever but there's this common misconception of the overnight success that or or, or that or that art comes natural right or like yeah. you know even like even when you're talking about sports right like you know Michael Jordan might have had natural talent but he had to practice every day and like when you're doing music or even when I'm writing something I'm writing an article or something like that like it's not it, it's not you don't just sit down and have stream of consciousness and it's great like you have to work at it. You have to you edit it and you go back and you redo it and you try it and you, you know, or even if, you know, even a a great bartender is building a cocktail menu. Like you, you don't just make it up the drink up the first time and it's great. Like you try and you fail and you test their methods and you, you change the oil a little bit less sugar, a little bit more lime juice, whatever. And and you that's you good, adjust it. I mean, it. that's a good analogy for you for adjust. how you how you create a song. Yeah, it's baking a cake or creating mm-hmm. a cocktail. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Do we have too much of this? Uh, it's not rising. Is the oven the right temperature? I mean, you can go there's, crazy there's on that, on that yeah, sometimes. I, I like that analogy. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and then at the end of the day, like getting it done is better than getting it perfect, right? That's another thing. I mean, and I, I think that's something that we learned. I mean, I would say, I don't want to speak for you, but that's okay. if we could go back and, and do some of it, like we, there is a little bit to like, just trying to get it perfect and 80% sometimes is good enough to get something really good Don't, out I mean, there. That, that's a, if you that's start, a, cause you start doubting yourself, right? That's a term that I learned in business that I can transfer, that I can use in the art world as well as don't, you know, don't trip over progress on or don't trip over perfection on your way to progress. Like it doesn't like have to be, show. you know, the perfect for the good. Yeah, exactly. What you got, Chris? Well, I got what? I just thought you might want to chime in on something. <laughs> what no, I got? What I'm you just, know? You this is your show. <laughs> it is. I'm just like I'm. I'm, I'm absorbing. Well, let I'm me tell, let me tell you. Well, but I, story. I, of, <clears throat> go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, I just say what I find interesting is you guys are in the pursuit for the perfect pop song, and you should be. <laughs> 
because I mean, like, miserably, but, um, I mean <laughs> yeah. no, seriously, because that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Right. You can you can pick any genre of music and really dive deep into it, whether it's super technical, blah 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 blah. But to write the perfect pop song or a pop song that people remember and it's it's in their blood, right? So you talk about these one hit wonders, right? At least they had that one fucking hit. They exactly. wrote that one perfect fucking pop song that yeah. people will always remember, and it's in their blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, karaoke. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Oh, like, my God. Stop talking about For the World. A lot of times. <laughs> right? so, but, like, I always preset to the guys in my band, or at least I have in the past, you know? It's like, dude, cool. Be technical. Be awesome with it. But at the end of the day, people need to want to listen to this shit. Like, make it Put the funk, put the sexy in it. Put, they gotta the bob their party, head. You know? They gotta like, dance. They, they gotta, gotta like, like they want like that's, and that's what I want. Maybe I'm you know I'm, I'm a basic bitch or whatever, but I want to feel like I want that oh, pop. On, I want dude. that. You're at least a power bottom. You know, you're right? You <laughs> you're know a girl I'm boss. Come like, on, <laughs> girl boss. By the way, Andy from Malibu Blackout, the uh, lead guitar player, is here. Just want to say hi. Hey. <laughs> there he is. Okay. I just wanted folks to know he's here. He, you hear he that heavy present. breathing in the background? <laughs> We're uh, He's uh, in the corner jacking off over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real slowly, though. Yeah, how does it even, how do you to... even stay up with that slow? It's like, very slow. Yeah, no. It's like, just make it last. All. He's got his, he's got, you can't see it now, but he's got his headphones on. He's listening to uh, Saki Says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really going to town over there. Just trying to keep the energy for the podcast it's actually how we know when the break is coming up we at the faster he gets the closer the podcast is getting to being done it's all about cadence uh they're not going to want to come back on the show anymore (laughs) 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 we'll be associated with no going back to what you were saying though like you want it to sound off the cuff in a way you want it to sound uh you want it to sound unrehearsed yeah yeah. uh, that's that's also you can you can beat it to death that way we, okay, so just to give you a little background on, on all that. We st- started doing it in the, during the pandemic, and then I'd give it Tyler, and we would get into terrible arguments <laughs> every time. We'd just get in a fight, and we would, we'd be about, at wit's end. We'd be like, dude, I fucking, I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, well, I hate you. This is not working. You're not doing yeah, this. this is terrible. And we'd just push through, and then boom. It'd break through. And at the end of the night, we would be listening to this stuff and like, this is this is the best song in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we ought to get my wife on the podcast. She's heard how all of it's been made because oh, yeah. we did a lot of the yeah. demos at my place. Um, I have a... I will say shout out to Kelly. This is Corey Johnson's wife. Uh, he's the singer and guitar player of the band. Yeah, we recorded our entire album at that place. And it took, like you guys said, two years. It's like a process. She knows our our music in and out. So, well, oh, dude, anytime there's a anytime you're 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 a significant other, like anytime anybody is doing anything creative, and there's like the process you have to go through. And my wife is is a professional singer, but even she looks at me as like when I'm doing writing and stuff. It's like she, she's like now she she laughs at me. She's like. Because uh, she's like, you have to go through the whole process. First, you hate yourself. Then you say you're never gonna write anything again. And then you say you suck. And then next thing you know, you come out with a brand new fucking song or a brand new article. And you're like, and it's like, yeah, that, that's my process, babe. I have to beat myself up to the point where I think I suck. And then, yeah, yeah there's there's a reason why bands don't stay together. I mean, hard. it's hard enough to keep a like a relationship together with two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to try to keep it together with five people is almost impossible. Yeah, and. 
especially when you're older, when you're in your 30s, and, you know, like, there, there's a reason why bands make it in their early 20s. Like young. It's because, is it a talent thing that a lot of bands don't make it? Yeah, probably. But there's also uh, an element to it where, like, you turn 23, you turn 24, you're done with college, maybe you're getting married, maybe you're having kids or whatever, and it's like, look, I, I can't be waiting on the lottery, you know, I need to have a fucking paycheck here i can't be doing this all the time so it always a lot of seems, times you give up it always seems like there are certain people in bands that are uh um it, it's it's like any relationship right like when you get together young you can grow together and then maybe you might grow apart as you get older you know and so you know, i mean this is it cliche to talk about now because it's like five years old but even the beatles documentary that was on you know disney a couple of years ago like mm-hmm. you see people want to go separate ways and grow out of certain things and some people trying to like hold on to something and be like still go fast and people are at different points okay, in their lives at different times that's a great segue into how this came about because what Tyler was talking about earlier I'm known for my great segue which is being we were talking about getting into 50s music and Chuck Berry that was there was always like we had the same reference points and at that time I you know I'm like four years older so I'm the the head man they look up to me <laughs> Whether they're going to admit it, admit it or not, you know what I'm saying. Whether we'll so, admit it or not, but as time goes on, <laughs> he's like they know, look the up to me. When you're, yeah, when, yeah, you're yeah. when you're 23 and 20, you know it's a big difference. But when you get into like you're 35 and they're 31, it's like no, they don't give a shit. You know yeah, it's, no that that that, yeah. that dynamic is gone. And mm. during that time, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a long time. Um, I'm probably still mainly in in that paradigm. Mm-hmm. In that '50s, early to mid '60s paradigm, Tyler, his his taste in music has deviated a lot from what I listened to, and so that was that was a challenge. That we're not having the same reference points, and he's probably bored. By I remember this came up yeah. a couple of times when we were doing. It's like we got to get away from that. Uh, the boom diddy. Yeah, the boom diddy boom shit. Um, so yeah, so that was a challenge. You could fall into that Hank three thing where you're just doing like, yeah, that. and I think that was a little bit for me. Was it we, yeah, I was always afraid of that. I don't think we ever did or necessarily even would, but I think that we, we fear could. was a little bit there for me. Is that like just is it gonna be this boom diddy boom diddy boom diddy in the key of E every song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, and. Okay. Uh, I, so yeah, so that's what made it challenging in the beginning of the process. I'm talking about this like what 20, 21, and you know we're we're just like churning the because there wasn't a lot going on during that. We time. didn't. I mean, it basically was what we would do on the weekends. Yeah, every we weekend them out. because it was during COVID. So what, how long was it before prior to that? The first the last demo, time you and I had like written together prior to 2020 uh, i think we did a couple of songs in 2019 probably but it was just okay. fucking around one day but prior to that that well, we didn't ever prior record to that, anything did we no just like my, my phone or something yeah prior to that uh it was like the last no when we did it back in 14 yeah is that 14 yeah, yeah. um so yeah so that was that was a challenge, but so yeah, it's like 2021. We're coming up with these demos. People are digging it. 
I will say this. From the time I've ever started writing songs, every time I play songs to people that I, that I do, I'm not sucking my own dick here. I'm just telling you how it is. People have always been like, dude, this is this shit is amazing. Like, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Like, you are, you you got something. Well, dude, we're, we're both not afraid to focus focus group songs. Yeah, then you get, then you get, you know, and that's what's going on with the demos. And then you're getting the same feedback. So then I'm like, okay, what do we want to do? And I remember, I remember we were at Mickey's, uh, on the back deck, and I remember telling Tyler, we, we've got to have, we've got to have a formula in place. And I tried to implement, like, some of the uh, Supreme Court uh, <laughs> procedures that they do to come to a decision. I'm like, here's what we'll do. If, yeah, yeah. if it comes to this, we'll apply this, uh, this uh, philosophy to it, blah, blah, blah. That, that never fucking panned out. <laughs> um, but Ten beers deep. I yeah, do, yeah. I do, so, I do so I'm like, let's, let's record with some guys that I, because I do have an album under the country punks that I recorded in law school, a couple of friends, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we, we, we started to do that. It was just me and Tyler and a couple of guys. And we got some really good stuff out of it, but it ultimately... Um, Tyler said, why don't we get the, the old band together? And I was like, at that point, I was thinking, there's no way. There is just, there's no way. I haven't even considered well, it. Because we're older. pushing for it. We're older. They got the rest of the band. So Ty and I don't have kids. The rest of the band got kids. And it's hard to get of. people to get. <laughs> Not that you know. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, in Tijuana. But they, they, they got kids. So it's, hard, it's harder to get people <laughs> together and stuff. So. Well, this, and it, uh, some people uh, will like this or take it as an insult. I hope you guys take it as a oh, as we, we, as a we get very defensive, so but, uh, we're gonna take it as an insult. There's a. I listened to the record. I'm like, oh, this is this is Nashville. Like this is a Nashville really? like style band huh. because wow. because I feel because I feel like um okay so you guys you guys obviously obviously had that 50s influence but then there's also like the music is is rock is is punky like obviously mm-hmm. so like which is not. You, you wouldn't associate that with 50s music like it's it's uh, the the production and like the, huh. like the hard I know, rock bluegrass see i hear i see that all the time bluegrass, bluegrass is, is punk it's punk 50s metal 50s music metal. is very it's is punk metal. i mean there's but really the, there's not the, a difference in the in the ramones and like like the production like, sounds like a rock and roll like I think it's because it's the only thing that we know, or like for me personally talking about like with guitars and stuff that that's all we know how to do yeah, I've got a question about that for y'all. Like, in our band, drum and bass, they're both pretty comfortable with their gear setup. They don't tinker with it that much. They're more on just the actual moron. Moron. <laughs> like, don't call my friend a moron. He's my boy. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> the um, drum and bass, pretty you know, they're more about the composition and musicianship and everything okay, me and second. all that mic noise is sorry guys <laughs> sorry I'm trying to get it I noticed yeah. your mic is really touching so I feel like you need to well, stand this, you need to stand more than we do this will be better yeah yeah because you're super mic anyways professional anyway, yeah I'm technical all in. sort yeah, professional. of Sure, me and the guitarist were constantly tinkering with pedals and amps yeah. and, that's a guitar that do you, you guys get a guitar player thing we do yeah you and got simpatico on the same type of music you want to you want to make we do and we 
come to we always kind of circle back and kind of end up at similar places in terms yeah. of sound but i feel like we do that through gear with y'all sound how deep do y'all get in with gear and pedals <laughs> well, and all that shit tyler is uh, he's a gearhead i mean yeah. he, he is a gearhead i like i don't really I, I i i'm too preoccupied with so much other things i'm, I'm preoccupied with the uh, arrangement of the song to really i, I i'm i'm a, expending so much infl- uh, energy i should say and trying to influence the arrangement and everybody get on the same page on that that i i've already used up all all my influence on when it gets the timbre of the music and telling everything i've already i've already used all my monopoly money on that so yeah i can't but tyler he can take the floor on that i mean i'm, I'm definitely more of a gear guy and like a tone guy like really yeah, big well, in tones and pushing guitar player and, and I, yeah, but I, I think that is a guitar player thing mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. a bass player or a drummer thing, which is that groove, right? The pocket, like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes with the style of music too. I think with what you guys do, you guys don't need to be terribly over the top with you know you know different sounds or whatever. But because I mean, I like I want to say I, when I played with the Dead Tones, we played shows. What year was this? Like what? What year was this? Like. Oh nine, oh eight, or some shit. I'm I mean, to think, I've just man. I've known you guys for no, a long it time, been but a little it's bit like later than that. I think it would have been like 10, 2010? But I remember like whenever I saw you guys, and this is the reason why I'm a big fan. Like I've always been a big fan of you guys, it's because you it, it is fun. Every song is fun, and it, it's like it has its own, you know, like that that pop energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why when I, when I had the opportunity to record with you guys, I was so excited. It's like, dude, let me play this pop. We play this country punk shit. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I loved it, man. But you guys have a really good vibe and energy live. So, do you, do you remember uh, what do you? I remember going over to that house. I don't remember where it was at. It was somewhere in South Nashville. It was uh, Whitfield's house, right? Is it Whitfield's? It was probably my house. Like he and I used to live together. Is that yeah. What yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was by like the uh, had yeah, like a three. They had a basement and yeah, with the, two yeah, stories. With the, yeah. 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 Yeah, did you guys, did we play there? Did we rock out? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was when we, we did sh- all of that. We did like five show or five songs. Four songs. Four well, so Chris songs, yeah. used to play drums for us at one point. Um, when we for, were, I think Chris played for every local band in the city. Yeah, so <laughs> we, like, we, 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 did we were we going to play a show together? No, we never did. We never here, did. No, here's what happened. Me, we, me and Tyler were living together at the time. <laughs> we got to talk about the place and that we lived we, at during we, this time. It was a loft. Okay, there's no doors or windows or walls. Well, it was just like an open floor plan. It's cool, very cool. Great it was place a great place to have. Dude, I remember that, spot. Square feet. that was by the river. That little river spot. Wasn't it right by the river? Uh, it was like downtown. German yeah. or not German? It was, town. North, it was on. It was like it was right by the river. The, this place is called River Something. I remember this. Marathon. It was an old Marathon Motorworks building. We lived at 63. That was another place, but this place okay. was like at the time we were like right there, right by Marathon Motorworks. It was part of like that complex, and it was basically it. It was me, Tyler, and Mark Classic. We all lived together, and it was like open no, door plan. No nobody privacy. had walls. Nobody it had. It was like, like we had lofts yeah. in this. That's like tensions military. were tensions were kind of high. Yeah, how old, how old were you guys at this time? Like, uh, like, what, like, I was I was uh, he Tyler's probably twenty four. 
I was probably like tw- maybe okay, 23. I, I was going to say, 20... like, exactly no, I think I was like 25, 26. Maybe. Exactly what you want in, in when you're in your no, 20s. You is a I place was, with no walls. Uh, yeah, I would have been 28, 29. Tyler's probably 24, 25. So I would have been yeah. 24. And um, it was like, yeah, it was just the tensions were high at that point. I, you know. No matter how much you love <laughs> each other, um, it is if you're like three dudes living in a house and, and you're not while you're, each other, you're all single, yeah. you're dating yeah, but, different people. Yeah. As someone then, who's lived in a band house before, I know exactly. What I, he yeah, so tensions were high, and well, I, um, it it was bleeding into that, and I feel like that's why that came to a close on well, that. And you were about to like go to law school. Yeah, and I ended so, up like, going to law school very shortly, and, yeah. like within months after that. And it was kind of a quick thing. But anyway, things happen. Um, that's the, Going back to the whole thing about why bands don't stay together is because life fucking happens. If, if you're not successful, well, yeah. you're not doing this as a life, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a gig, as like a, your fucking like source of income well, i mean you really have well, to love dude, it when you, you know guys what I'm were saying? talking about it earlier i was like dude it's for the love of the music mm-hmm. dude i mean like yeah, I'm, you, I'm 42 you know, now yeah. do you know how many people we expect to hear a song when we when we come up with it maybe 50 people yeah i mean that's my expectation when i and I'm, we're sitting here and i'm like waking up in the middle of the night and can't go back to fucking sleep because I'm thinking about the fucking well, the way you, the fucking snare sounded. You got in the back of your head, but what if more? Like, what if? Yeah, there's always that. But I mean, I I, yeah, yeah. That, that there's always that. But I, in real, in, in 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 reality, I mean, I know whenever, whatever. If I'm working on stuff, no matter what, like there's probably more than likely, I I I'm, I know you know about fifty people are gonna listen to this, and even then. I feel such a like like uh, um, a strong feeling to like not half-ass it, you know. You just wanted to be the best it can. I wanted be. to be the best. Like I feel like you I mean, should. You should. Why wouldn't you make I mean, it as beautiful as you can? Well, there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't. I mean, because it's it's fucking. Uh, it's dumb. I mean, really, if you think about it, it's like you don't get anything out of it. You're not making any money out of it. Like people think you're fucking delusional uh, but I mean because I mean I don't think I'm delusional because I just told you I, I only expect 50 people to listen to it but um, I mean a lot, there's, there's a reason why not many people do that it's because they don't give a shit really truly about it and uh, I, I don't know if they don't give a shit I think it's, it's the medium that we're in let's get into it's it like, let's get into it so, so for me I was thinking about this the other day let's call like, them out let's call them out I want to talk about these fucking <laughs> bands the medium that we're in though you Get for us three minutes of their time. You get three minutes of their time to try to get maybe four minutes on this newer stuff. It's a little <laughs> longer, but you—that's that's all my wife you feels get about me. to make them <laughs> like your shit or listen to your shit or listen to it over and over again. And like, no matter even how good it is, there's so much other stuff out there to listen to. You only get a little bit of time with them. Yeah, and I've had so many people that after that new stuff came out, that came up to me and said, it doesn't sound like your old stuff. And one of our good friends, who I used to always bounce stuff off of, is like, Scotty. And he fucking hated the album. He did not like the new album at all. Uh, they, they, a lot of people like, thought because that... Because it didn't sound like the last one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people 
there was a lot of people that said they loved it, that liked the new thing. A lot of other people that really liked the old stuff just did not really dig this. They thought it was, I think, maybe too challenging. I don't know. Either we tried too hard. I don't know. Bro, you're not a vintage chair. You have to adapt. You have to. Well, we're just older too. Older, I mean, you're writing about yeah. different perspectives. At a certain point, you had to entertain yourself. You know. Yeah, sure. So, let me ask you guys this thing. We have we only ask the hard hitting questions here and share your buzz, but so uh, so why why keep doing it? Love, bro. Because I feel like I have to. You have, dude. It's like I mean, you got to get it out. If you're giving, it's like it goes back to that that Bible, uh, that parable or whatever the Bible. Like if you you get a light, you don't hide it. There you go. You let it shine. That's it. I mean, you, you if you give it a light, you let it shine. You don't fucking hide it. If you hide it, what do you have? You don't have anything. And, you know what? I can't say it better. And Less eloquent, but like it's just really fucking fun to do. It is fun. Uh, and I asked that question. It as, hurts as devil's advocate like while you're doing I, it, but it's fun to create. Yes, you guys. There's a reason. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Go. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, don't I agree. Gonna, no, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you uh, do you know why? Um, like, like the word passion. There's a, uh, you know, we all think of passion as like something you're like super psyched about, or like, uh, you know, passion with your, your a lover or something like that. But you know, they, it, there's also like the passion of Christ, who was like, and they call it the word the word passion actually comes who? from who, like, the word <laughs> the word passion actually stems from like an who, ancient who, who that ancient Greek term. Is he famous? An ancient Greek term that means um, to Great suffer Martin. for. To suffer for. Yeah. So the word passion means to suffer for. Really? So, yeah. So oh, wow. that's why it's the passion of the Christ. But so, yeah, and so that. the. I always wonder why they call it that. So, this thing that we have, this, 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 this love, this, like, we, we all, you know, do music at some, on some level. So there's this passion that we have for whatever art that we have. It's, we have a passion for something and we suffer for that thing that we, it's, it's kind of artistic and poetic mm, to think about, but cool. it's, um, but it's it's kind of what you guys are saying, and when I said earlier that you guys sound very Nashville, and and you kind of like were surprised, but this conversation is also very Nashville. Like this is this is a there's a vibe to the to to our state. I hate Nashville. There's thank a you, thank you. There's there's a vibe to this city that comes through in the people that play the music and like. You guys as hate it, America too. So I feel like it's so a, we recorded in Muscle Shoals. Yeah, I feel like this is a. Uh, don't want to get anti-Nashville here, but I feel like this is like a... It's, it's like rebelling against Nashville. Uh, to me, Nashville There was is like, a little bit of that, right? It's like the most, like... It's the most neon bullshit, just like contrived yeah, Nobody rebels against Nashville better than life. Nashville. That's true. We've been rebelling against ourselves for since I came here. It but makes can't you, you not want to... I don't know. I don't know. Even though there is a huge pop sensibility with Nashville, I think it's the songwriter by committee thing. It's everything's done by committee. Um, I get that, but I mean, I, on a broader spectrum, everybody, everybody in New York that's a writer complains about the literary business. See, I like real building and, stuff, like that, that, that's that. You know, I know that goes into like the national stuff, like because it's people writing songs on a contract. But those people didn't make shit; they were just like churning them out. And they're kind of doing the same thing here, and I wonder why there's a disconnect between what they were doing and what what Nashville's doing now. I don't know. Maybe it's because it was in the 50s and 60s, and there was a closer connection to the to the uh, I don't know to the source of the music they were trying to get to. But 
What are you? Are you specifically talking about country music? Or are you just talking country about music? Just the whole, the whole, the whole machine of of of, of music here. Yeah, I, are I mean, just like the ho- fucking hot chicken shit. It's just like it's so it's so fucking contrived. It's this uh, it's this like constant uh, um, proselytizing of your artistic uh, endeavors or your artistic. Uh, aspirations and they're they're and they're so they're very underwhelming to me and the 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 separation between what they're saying that it's about and what it's actually about is a huge gulf between those two things and it's like there's no it's sincerity. fake it's fucking yeah, it's fake it's manufactured it's that's what a, it's but it could, wasn't it wasn't always that. So, can you say Nashville as a whole, or can you say Nashville as an idea? Two thousand five is no, not Nashville. I don't twenty twenty four. I mean, there's a reason why Nashville two thousand five and Nashville twenty twenty four are. It's Nashville. It's Nashville's. It's always been corporate. Johnny Cash used to write about that shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes back. There's a long history of Nashville, but there's also like a lot of good players here. So, but there's a lot of people that love the music. best. I mean, the and best down, players. Downtown, we we got to yeah. be. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, you go downtown, and, and, and you guys uh, are making my point because people in Hollywood complain about the movie business. People in New York complain about theater and literary. Like it's there, there's a vibe to it. I mean, I grew up in Florida. Everybody knows the Florida man, crazy Florida stuff, but there's also like some cool ass fucking shit that came out of historical Florida. Like it, so, in Nashville, like um, I guess what I, what, I didn't mean to say you guys sound in Nashville as an insult or to be uh, detrimental or, or uh, um, uh, pejorative. I meant it as like I can feel the vibe of like the authentic city, music city. Because yeah. we are to music what like Hollywood is to movies and New York is to literature. And well, and we like get that. skewed, you know, I, like living here and living around it. Yeah. And it you know? I, think, I feel like maybe if I, if I lived in like um, Branson, Missouri, I, you know, I might, I might have more of a laid back approach to it. But the fact when in Nashville it's in your face every day. Uh, but you're talking you about... You have a lament towards that whole machine... But That's, you're talking about you know, just knowing yeah, you. Just the and bullshit knowing, of it's like, more uh, than music. It's, yeah, it's tearing down the buildings. And, and, and it's sucking like, dick and like people trying to. Like, you got to have three people on every song, and they got like eight guitar players. It's like, well, it's like by the time like let's say you're a songwriter. <clears throat> this is how Nashville works. You're explaining why I got out of the business. Like, yeah. I, so if you're a songwriter, you write this great fucking pop song, and you're playing it out. You're at a songwriter's night. You're playing it, and some other cat who's like, "Oh, I know people. Man, that's a great song." Let me get in on that song. So essentially, by the time you get this song to an artist, it's been cut. Like it's it's got like six, seven different people on it. Even though you know what I mean. Well, like, and it's like it's an like, algorithm, right? Like so, they have now a lot of a lot of the Nashville songwriting worked with a coworker who's uh, had a family member that was like a songwriter, and they would play this stuff, and it was just like it was it was almost like AI put it together. Yeah. Yeah, you know, to yeah, like to hit these, and I'm I'm specifically talking about country music now. I guess modern country music, modern, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it you got to hit this. You got to hit the uh, the things that the people are gonna relate to. Be it like a fast food restaurant or something like that, to where 
it almost like takes yeah. away from the song because they're just trying to ch- check these boxes. There is like even the music itself. Like you could take some of these country songs and give them to like Timberlake or, or a pop artist or someone else. Like, there's really not a big difference between the LA songs and the Nashville songs. Exactly. Well, think about it's like just the twang. same it's fucking people. It's the same fucking people. It's the same. Think shit. about like '70s country, right? Like you got Waylon. Well, that was the anti national They're talking I mean, that's about what they were doing. That was outlaw. They were going against because Nashville, like uh, Willie. They, yeah. Wasn't, I mean, I mean, am I wrong? On, I could be wrong on the history. No, part. if you read Waylon's book, he that's, actually yeah. says if you, it's like if you if you. If you are an outlaw, you don't got to go around telling people you're an outlaw. Yeah. And it's like, and there's there's a feel of a song versus the being too literal, the spirit versus the letter of this of like um, a good a good. We were talking about Jimmy Buffett, Andy earlier, and a good he's a good example of this. Like everybody is there's lots of bands that came out um, after Buffett to like try to emulate him, and all they do is talk about the beach and the sunset and the <laughs> islands and all that stuff. Can you chess me? But. With no but irony. It, but I mean, you, I think that's the... But if you listen to Jimmy Buffett... sense of humor. He, yeah. Jimmy Buffett had a sense of humor. He was clever. He had, he had, yeah. You called and it, if, see? You called it, Tyler. You said the irony of it. Yeah. The irony or the sense of humor, like yeah, Prime. Yeah, you, like, like, Ty yeah, and I are yeah. both well, big John Prime fans. If you listen to Jimmy Buffett, because he has very few of his songs actually mention the beach or, uh, the, or the islands like... Or Burger King. Like, right? It's, like... It's, <laughs> It's like, and a, a lot of, like, it, there's, there's some great country songs <laughs> that talk about life in the country, but then, like, in the early 2000s or late to, late 2010s, everybody started being too literal about getting in my truck and go out to the woods, which sounds kind of rapey. But it's, uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> it, it, there's a lot of songs about getting in my truck. Down, 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 yeah. down. Well, I mean, and I would say, too, that, like, I've been coming from a place like Lawrenceburg, like, getting in your truck, going out in the woods, and getting drunk with your friends is pretty fucking fun. But not yeah. every fucking song but needs would to you be really, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what is the, what is the point of uh, talking about it? Over and over and right. over. So, so speaking of lyrics, right. it's having something to say. All know, right. So we're talking about lyrics. We're talking about having something to say. The country punks. I've, Ty, I've known you for a long time, and you're a, uh, you're a storyteller. You're more of a story lyricist, and like we were talking about, you're, you're a big Bob Dylan fan. You know, I noticed, and it's I, been I've said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, never. I, I've tried to write songs like that too, where they're more of a story song, and they have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How, like, so that's your main, like. Uh, yeah, well, I would say uh, I would feel like back in earlier I would I was writing more story songs, but they had a linear uh, beginning and a linear middle and a linear end. But I feel like this last album that we did, and now I've, I'm in this like groove where it's really hard for me to write story songs. I write like surrealistic vignettes. It's like a God's eye view of, I shouldn't say God's eye view, but it's like a, no, a panoramic not. view of something. Yeah, but just like big. Well, surrealism is like you're not getting into uh, very specific things. You're talking about like big things that like, uh, it seems like non sequiturs, but when you put them all together, it, it creates a mood and a feeling. Yeah, yeah. And in a vacuum, those lines by themselves mean something. Sure. Uh, that line next to another line, does that mean something? I don't know. But when you put them all together and it all ties up into the refrain, I think it does mean something. Well, and it means and that's maybe a different thing to different people. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. Like uh, uh, like that, uh, I'll tell you, the, uh, that Rules song. It's, um, that's a perfect, it's a perfect example. Um, it's called The Rule Against Perpetuities. Sure. Um, Are you going to explain that? <laughs> do you want me to? I mean, I'll tell you what. I have a couple of songs picked out that I want to ask you guys about. That was one of them. 
We're at an hour now. Let's go ahead and take our break. Holy we'll take shit. a little break. And then, uh, and then we'll come back and I'm, we'll dive into some actual like tracks and stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. Shaka shaking, she might explode in the blazing bolts of indigo. Trouble coming, I ain't not afraid. Eternal mother showed the way Cruel world, rebel hearts, curse your feudal lord Death, I smelled your fragrance, babe, and now it's back for more You catch a wave, you're gonna ride, but your rebel heart ain't ever sad smoking cigarettes and drinking and talking. Chris is ash on the board. Yeah. No, I'm, just gonna... <laughs> I'm fucking ashing on the board. No, not really. I you could probably that. help it out. Not yet. Yeah. And not insult yet. the PV board here. This is like legit. But uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about vocals. You said so we, were you... Talking, we were talking about recording vocals and like, you know, we're uh, well, initially we were talking about different like Pro Tools versus whatever, you know, recording system you have. But we were talking about when you're recording vocals and you're sitting there and someone else, you know, another band member's in the room, it's like, 
do you have an influence on their vocals? How does that work as a, as like a band member? It's like hell no. <laughs> I was wondering. So, so like I would say like when we're recording demos, so we mostly do demos at like my house and like my little rig that I got. It's a Logic rig. Um, I don't feel like I give you like heavy handed like uh recommendations on vocals a lot of it is when i'll just like so i'm trying to when we're recording these demos i'm trying to play the guitar trying to record us mm -hmm. trying to get the levels right doing all of this stuff and so it's more about just the like hey can you step back from the mic like a little bit or can you not like fucking Hey, in the mic. Who me? Uh, Tony had to take his earphones off. Tony hates mouth noises. It's it's less. Hey, dude, it's, it's less about. Wouldn't you say like it's less about like hey you're not really singing right versus me just yeah, getting irritated. Yeah, because I'm usually singing right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, um, that mic for this man. You got that, that, that. I don't think that uh, there's not been a, a lot. Just mainly like whenever we record, it's mainly like. Uh, do that. I've, I've heard you do that better. Do that. Yeah. Try it again because I think you 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 can do that better. You're sure. a little flat here. Or you're too sharp there or yeah. whatever. Which I appreciate well, that. You know? And let's be honest too. Sometimes like when we were recording these demos, we might have had a little bit to drink or some yeah. other stuff. Yeah. And so some of it might be have been just me, like not getting things right. Yeah, if I don't sound good, it's aspect. because it's not my fault. And, I'm telling you that. Uh, <laughs> like, you're, never damn, flat. you're never flat. Ty's never or flat. You, I mean, you know how it is. And like post, you got to go through and you got to edit. And so you're thinking about what, when somebody's like recording, like, well, God damn it. If you had done this just a little bit different, that's going to save me a, a little bit of time yeah. mm -hmm. on the back end, which should not be the, the question thing is, that you do. <clears throat> Uh, do I ever give Tyler uh, shit about his guitar? <laughs> <laughs> never, never. No, no. Usually he's. Usually right, so let me ask well, you. Well, I was, I was just wondering because you know sometimes bands are a bit more of a democracy, and sometimes it's like it's just. You know, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, you yeah. hate that. You I'd hate rather, that. I'd I'm rather curious. it be a, a dictatorship, a benevolent dictatorship. So whoever whoever comes but up with the you, hottest shit. Here's the thing: you can't Chris do that. He's just a dick. You can't. <laughs> yeah. But you you. I mean, you know, like it is a democracy if you're a band, in a way, because it's. But a lot sometimes it works. Sometimes you feel like, okay, well, it, that that transcended what I originally thought, and there are uh, examples of that. But it's but it's hard, right? Because you've got a sound in your head yeah, exactly. that yes. you wanted to sound like, and sometimes if you can't communicate that to your teammates, uh -huh. so to speak, let's think in a band, like, I mean, it is kind of your teammates. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm, I'm doing what you're telling me to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing what you're telling me. What, what else do you want me to do? And it's like, um, it can you know, be challenging. You know, you talk about yeah. communication and I tell you that from, uh, I, I am mostly a, uh, a, a, a writer and my wife is like musically trained. Like it, she went to a conservatory up in Minnesota. Like she's like, she like she, she's throwing out like chords and notes to me all the time. And we might I, need her for some background vocals. And uh, she could. You uh, got she, a card? She, yeah. Uh, I, I I got better than that. I got. Like, she sleeps next to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so I will. I, I I'll be like, 
trying to explain to her kind of what I hear in my head when we're doing like some of my tracks and it's always like the wrong terminology because I'm speaking in like writer <laughs> terms or whatever and I'm like I'm, so I'm trying to explain to her what I want I'm like babe I want, no no what I want is I, I I want I want the this vocal to be like about three quarters to the front and this vocal to sound like it's laying in a bed of, of cotton in the back and like in a cushion and I want the I want the guitar to be like like it's kind of like uh, you know, like very, I, I want the guitar to sound like a lemon taste on your tongue, and I want the bass to sound. And it, 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 I, I, so like, <laughs> we don't know anything about that. I don't know any of the terminology for music. Deep, deep, uh, wouldn't Wouldn't you say that? I mean, if we just get into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like on this last like record, like recording some that that was kind of a a thing that we we would butt heads yeah. with yeah. with like terminology. Like, what are you meaning when you want this, or like what? And I know for me, I can be a little hard-headed. You're going to laugh, like a little hard-headed. I can be hard-headed too. I mean, but, I... But, like, what are, you, what are you saying when you say this? It, 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 going back to what you said with the band, it's hard to articulate the song that you have in your head to other people that are trying to like make that come to life it's subtle because it you you see like going back to the god's eye view of things and i'm not comparing myself to god as a person mm-hmm. at christ's thing oh no it's like the third time tonight <laughs> okay. jesus was, oh jesus was a lawyer no, no, no. man it'll keep we, we, we should no. just like drink every time no, he no, no. compares himself no, no, to no. The, uh, jesus christ our lord and savior <laughs> no. that's two is it two no, or no, three no, now no, it it, no it's like a, a big you're, you're hearing everything so it's like it's just like i it's like to, to me, when I hear it, like it's all implicit in what I'm like I'm hearing and I'm singing or whatever, and the words it's like its own symphony. But not everybody hears it that way, so you have to articulate or do trial and error, or you may like uh, run across things that you didn't know uh, were possible before that, which has happened. Um, a good example of that is that if you could hear the version that we had of Kabbalah Boom that's on the album, the original version was this very folk, like Alan Lomax field oh, recording. I, re- I remember hearing that for the first a field time recording. At, like, at Mickey's. Like you Ty- played it to me. Well, no, I remember we were what we were driving to that music, uh, the instrument place on um, Nolensville Pike. Uh, Nashville used music. Yeah. Um, Reference for whatever reason, I don't know. Tyler doesn't like it when I drive, um, but he was riding with me. It, it's a little precarious. Uh, I drive. Uh, a precarious I'm a very in, uh, impressionistic driver. <laughs> Just barely keeping it in lines, you know. There's a lot going um, on. <laughs> There's a lot yeah, yeah, going I'm a Picasso on outside of driver. driving the car. Yeah. Um, jazz so, uh, in the car. The lines are just suggestions. It's jazz, yeah. A little bit. Uh, it's like jazz on the road. Um, <laughs> it, j- jazz on the road is about the best way you could describe it. Like it. But anyway, so let I get Sometimes there. You just can't find one. I'm still alive. Stay um, off the roads, folks, if you're in national Tennessee. <laughs> will kill you. Uh, yeah, but uh, we were, I was like, listen to this, and I, it's not some type of stuff he would like, but he was like, wow, I, you know, I like that Kabbalah boom. I was like, well, damn, really? I didn't expect it. It was a very... Like I said, Alan Lomax type of field recording type of song. And then uh, we got into it. We were working on it. We got some drums, and somehow we stumbled on this one drum that sounded like 
the fu- the Jackson Five. I don't know. It was like funk. It was funk. It was like the thing. Yeah. It was funk. And uh, he's like, "That's cool." I'm like, and I tried to like a uh, 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 a thing, and I started sinking it like to the drums. And he was like, "That's it." I'm like, "Whoa, this is not what I had in mind." Mm-hmm. And I had to like back up a little bit and be like, "Okay, maybe this is let go, let go." And, and take it on this yeah, and yeah. just take the journey like just ride sure. it out yeah, let's just yeah. see what we can come up with exactly. so we kind of kept the same vibe of the verses but the chorus went to this um more of a very just poppy just very poppy jackson five uh i don't know like the uh, it just started having a vibe to it and uh a lot of people may be hearing me say Jackson Five and rolling their eyes, but whatever. Um, no, I think I think it's definitely. Who's rolling their eyes at Jackson Five? I think it's. So, it's are these, these people okay. that are listening to this. Let's. Uh, I know who you are. I can see you right now. <laughs> <laughs> see all of you guys. It's that uh, okay? Reel this back in a little bit. What's um, so, we've talked a lot about your influences and, and stuff like that about tonight. Uh, we, you just mentioned Jackson Five. You just uh, we we talked about Dylan. We talked. I think about we we started like nineteen sixty five on the influences. We, we did, and we, but so which brings me which lends to my point I'm about to make is uh, you know we talked a lot about fifties do up stuff like that. So if those are all your influences and that's what you music. Well, those aren't all the influences. No, but I'm saying if if those tie into it, I guess what I'm trying to ask at is uh ask at I don't know what I'm trying to ask at. Is it, it sounds like a test you take in Florida in high school, right? Take the ASCAP. Uh, the ASCAP, ASCAP yeah. right? That's uh, the military test. Uh, no, so I guess what I'm asking we, is... We were ASCAP. all in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, with your, I remember with your, taking that test. With those influences, um, where does country punk... Like, where's the name come from? Why, it is why, not... Why, it why has nothing punk? to do with the, the sound of the music. Yeah, so so tell me you about it. You had country punks way before me. When I, like, yeah, I, I was like... Uh, I don't know. I was like 20... 21 or whatever and i was like i would just trying to come up with all these different names for a band i remember one of them was like the car tunes c-a-r <laughs> real i've space never, T-U-N-E-S. I've never heard this uh the dirty calhouns was another one i have no idea where that came from the dirty calhouns yeah and then Sex move and the other really i don't know <laughs> oh <laughs> um that really sounds like the, I don't know why the country punks. I don't know where that came from. I remember I wrote it down. Remember those things you used to have? You could like uh, push the the letter into it, like it would be like a, a little piece of plastic, and you could like a label, like a yeah, label. like a little yeah. label would yeah, be yeah. like, but you could almost like braille, like you you could rub your hand mm-hmm. and it'd be like yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like I remember I came up with the country punks. I don't know why. I don't remember having this thing, but at that time when I came up with it, there was one around me, and I like stamped it out the country punks on it and I like ripped it off and I looked at it I was like that's the band I've oh, never well, heard of this well yeah, can I be honest how, yeah. how old do you think you were 20 20, 20 years old thing maybe we're gonna do a shot right quick here's to the okay, boys oh I already <clears throat> took mine sorry good <laughs> yeah can I be honest with you guys the name sort of Please fits don't. I mean if you think about how Early country, especially like fifties country and all that jazz, it's like with the with, with with the guitar riffs and I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, it sort of fits and you have punk vibe, but I mean, you shouldn't be stereotyped by that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like well, the objectively, it's not. It's not. It fits. It fits, it fits objectively a little bit, a little bit but sure. I, I think for me, it was a. Um, 
subjective thing, I guess, is well, like the idea of a country punk person. I, I think I used to say it's the type of person that would uh, uh, change your oil but steal your hubcaps. Sounds like Hank Williams. The type I mean, of person that would uh, not right, curse right. in front of their mother but would like, you know, kill their father <laughs> kind so, of thing. So question for you, and I thought about this before, like... You think it hurt? Me? You think it hurts us, or you think it? No, I don't think it hurts helps us. us. No, I think I've had. No, I think it's. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It, I mean, it's like the Rolling Stones. It's like the two name thing. Uh, I think another one was uh, the Easy Beats, but that's just been. I think that was, I found out that was taken. You know, it the high has rollers to, that was it, taken. There's a. It rolls I, off the tongue. You know, I happen to. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm. I get a little bit too overthinking and poetic about it. But we we've actually we've had some friends of the show that have come on that like some actual punk band guys, and we've actually our friend David, who is uh, from uh, Rumba Madre, mm -hmm. who was like uh, a, a a punk from Spain. Yeah. And, uh, and so and, and we've had we've, we've Spanish been, punks. We've, we've been educated a lot on the idea of punk, um, you know, uh, from, from a few different guests we've had on about the idea of punk music versus like the, the political stance of like being punk. And it kind of ties in. I don't, I don't know if you meant this, but you, it kind of ties into what you were talking earlier, like kind of going against the system of Nashville and all that, like. The idea of being punk is not just yeah. it's not it's, it's not it's not it's not a music genre it's a state of being exactly and that's yeah. what i meant by that i know they're getting way too i like it I dig like it. but that's what that's what that's what i meant by that it's it's not objectively country and punk mixed together it is so, the idealism the idea of what country against, folk uh, whatever, uh, uneducated, unsophisticated, whatever that, whatever you want to call it, um, and then and punk, which is to me, which is a lot of people associate with that being unsophisticated, but I also associate punk with London and New York, which are very sophisticated cities, I guess. Well, the same thing about country, right? Like, yeah, they're both kind of unsophisticated, but also very like uh, moralistic Ooh, in a way. I like that. That's a good idea. Country and punk could be. Classic country and punk could be in the same, like... Well, it's kind of the, like, don't tell me what the fuck to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, don't tread on me, Mine. Trump. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, Without yeah. getting into too much of, like, that. Well, bad, there is like, a Venn diagram of, like, hippies and, uh, you know, libertarians. Like, you think of, like, hippies as, like, being, like, socialists or whatever, but they're not, really. They're, like, libertarians and, like, sort of, like, country people. Like progressive and these super conservative people are in the same like thing where they they are going rolling it. But by the way, I am not it's a anti. Yeah, but, yeah, let's, first of all, let me say I I am a people. New Deal uh, Democrat. By the way, well, but anyway, <laughs> but it's about I'm actually New Deal. I like it's all, about all, like, New people, Deal pickles that are. It's the mindset of like, don't tell me what the fuck to do. Mm -hmm. Just let me do it. Let me. Yeah, but it's also like a uh, yeah, but that's that could that could go for either party if we're still doing the political thing. I don't, yeah, I don't. I, I was kidding. Way. I I, I don't I mean, want to get political. Like I, I really, I really. There's nothing more banal than politics, in yeah, my it's opinion. It's the worst that shit ever. I hate it. But we'll do it if you guys. No, I don't want to. No, I don't want to do it. But talking more. Right, so we'll we said it. when we came back from the break. Like I know, was kidding about Chris, the New Deal. Okay, we said uh, we would dive into some stuff. Yeah, talking I, more about know, just the mindset of making music, Chris. We should really start the show. Yeah, like, let's 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 <laughs> get going here. It's a. Uh, I mean, we've gone two segments. We should like begin the show now. Uh, no. Uh, so we talked before the break about like wanting to talk about like some diving into some actual tracks, and um, one of the ones that stood out to me that. Uh, 
maybe maybe I'm a weirdo, or maybe you guys actually meant this to be like a standout track. I don't know, but I really enjoyed Catch a Wave. Wow. I thought that was a really good song. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about a, Catch well, a Wave. There's a story behind that. It's, uh, please man, tell it. It's, there it's, was a story called wow. Letter to the Romans. It was in the, the name song. of the song uh, uh, initially was called Letter to the Romans. We got a really good take of that, and it almost made the album. I wish we could like put it out as like its own thing. We can. But Letter to the Romans is really cool. But the re- the whole point of that song, like the lyrics and everything, was Letter to the Romans to me meant society as we know it was developed by the Romans. Like, everything mm-hmm. like a societal structure is Roman. Especially in the Western civilization. You know, the Romans had the first recorded pornography. Bro. Is you're, that right? You're talking about an engineering student over here? I totally agree. Like, when the Roman Empire fell, that's when we went into the fucking Dark Ages. That's when it's like... Yeah, but even that, like, like the, the Catholic Church is... They call it the Roman Catholic Church. I mean, it's still keeping the same principles and the same, like, structure of, 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 of power has has remained constant and in western civilization so the whole the that point of the song was about um this everyday things that you deal with and all these structures that you deal with the things that you have to do and things like there was even a part in there like uh, i hope this finds you well about something i can't remember all the fucking words but it like putting something like in a in an email to somebody i hope this finds you well <laughs> that is a roman like like uh, construct to for you to like have a sign off on a email to tell somebody to like have politics to tell somebody I hope this finds you well blah 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 all that to me comes from the Roman uh, uh, influence we have on uh, Western civilization. Should so, we should we talk about the very beginning of that song and like how like we use the like island drums on the demo. Did we? I think so. Oh yeah. So I wish we could. Play yeah, we like were just different... like fucking around, and you yeah, had this ahead. very what? serious no, I was song. Say, but you serious song, but you were talking about the Romans and like. <laughs> like I want you to finish your story. No, yeah. No, the, the, so yeah. So the the whole point of the thing was uh, this one was called Letters to the Romans. Was um, um, it was the, all the lyrics in the songs was about how you live a normal life how you live a successful life of um living i guess within the norms of uh, western uh society okay uh, that's where all the lyrics came from so but the 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 song itself had a very island vibe to it and we so like for the production yeah. like when we first started recording it like we a lot of the times like so for demos for us we'll like pull in logic drummers um, in logic, you can do like a computer drummer, pick your drummer, and then build the song like off that. And we did this really weird, but it also kept the same theme of like being in the airport and uh, whatever, and like just like these modern things that you do, like things that you do as a normal person. Um, and the, I think the the uh, refrain and the letter of the Rome is like it. it took a gospel song or whatever like where the soul never dies and the blood never dies dries where the soul never dies whatever then we go back to the next verse and then we got with the band so we're skipping steps here let's 
pull back the curtain a little bit. How, we we got Tyler earlier. We were talking about pull how back, we like, had this. We were with with some other guys recording. That's what we were, we did that version. Well, when Tyler said, "Well, we so should, first we things sh- first, we did the version with like yeah. the Island drummers that was just like a demo yeah, that so, you and I did, yeah. and then we took that." To Wait, where did you guys. get Island drummers from? Uh, dude, we would just uh, we were just doing like uh, almost like around. drum machine type shit off yeah. of okay. Logic okay. kind of thing, and then. Um, so you didn't go to the islands and actually get island drummers? No. <laughs> I'm disappointed. We I'm did not. That would that would be a very Roman thing to do. We should have done that. Just we should have went over there, colonized, them, them, like, colonized yeah, them, take, t- taken their wives and uh, mm-hmm. all their belongings and brought it back. And we didn't do that because we're benevolent people. You um, have roads now. You're welcome. Fakers. Yeah. We actually had roadies. <laughs> we had roadies that went down there and did that. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we. Anyway, so yeah, we so that you know, we, we were working on all these songs, a lot of the songs on the album, and then we kind of scrapped it, got the old band back together, all five original members, got them all back together. We got Justin Wilde playing the drums, Brock and Justin switched instruments, which is a big thing. I mean, it's totally changed the sound, I guess. Well, and so we came up with another version of it, and it was a very punk version of that song that we had earlier. And I added like this, uh, the refrain chain, it, it did this like uh, lead belly thing uh, where like, uh, if they ask you, was I running? Whatever, I can't remember the name of that song. But it kind of did that um, for the chorus. And it had this like, da-da-da, down-down, da-da-down. Down, down for the for the for the refrain for the chorus. Yeah, yeah so and that was that was at yeah. the other what, studio. Yeah, that's when with, we went to most of the shows. That was no, th- th- this was before. Wasn't it before um, Justin started playing with us? No, we had the other one. It was like where the soul never dies and the blood never. Dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we recorded we that. that. So there's yeah, like yeah. three different versions. Yeah, so and then we accidentally sent the one with the. Um, Island drums. Oh yeah, yeah. To we actually, yeah, we actually did, he said that to Justin. So he, he and so the practice he, when we're actually recording it for the album, like right before we were going into the studio to record this, we're getting there and just like so we would just send tracks to the rest of the band to practice on their own um, prior so, to coming to practice. So he's thinking Island Groove. He's thinking yeah, Island yeah. Groove, but we had yeah. this other one and we sent him the wrong track to practice. So we get in there and practice, yeah. and he starts playing this like island grooves yeah. on the drums and we're like what the fuck are you doing bro yeah, and so, he's like this is the song that y'all sent me so we over, <laughs> wait, b- before this we over we had this other ver- it's a really good version i mean it's a really well recorded tyler like re-recorded like some stuff and it just it sounds really good and brock recorded like this really cool guitar part over it yeah so we were like we were rehearsing to go down to muscle shows and justin had you know he was going off this whole version it was like way faster and Brock started doing that, and I'm like, man, just you have to like just not play that right now, because I was like, oh fuck, we might not like get this song because I don't know. But anyway, it ended up coming together, and it was like way faster. And whenever like we listened to it back, it was like there was parts about that song that we liked better, and parts of the other song that we liked better. Yeah, so we went so back we, and forth. Yeah, for we, like tr- we weeks like we, trying to yeah, piece these two songs together. It was like kind of contentious, and like I came up with the idea. I know what we'll do. We'll splice the two songs together. We'll splice the two songs together, and uh, people didn't like that, so it it, it got down to um, 
it got down to, uh, I guess, uh, the, the time where you had to make a decision. And I was like, I said, I, I went to our, uh, the guy who was recording us. I said, hey, will you just send me those, uh, that song that we've been working on, the really faster version in Muscle Shoals, without vocals. Just send me the music. Yeah. He sent me the music, and I completely reimagined the song. I mean, completely, it's a completely different song, and I kind of, I heard like a Calypso, th- that island thing that Justin heard. Yeah. When he from was doing it. From the very it, first. From the like, very third. He, he was kind of like, it, it, it had uh, persisted, you know, when he played it. So I could hear that Calypso thing. So that affected your vocal performance. Exactly. So yeah, we made yeah. it into like a uh, whatever, what is it, what's the type catch of Catch a wave. Called? Yeah, catch a wave, and I can't remember the type of, uh, what is it, like uh What's Cal- that music called? Calypso? Not Calypso. Not reggae. What is it? Uh, what's that? It's really, no, like uh, ska? ska? It has a ska, ska feel to it, yeah. Yeah, it's got a bit of a, I think that's why I like it. It's got a little bit of an island feel to it. Man, I, well, I, and I, I remember like when Ty was like texting me this, like, because we had gone back and forth like I mean, I was for beat, a while. About, I, like, I felt, honestly, which which version do we use? Which version, or do we splice them together? Like all this, and it was just like I don't know. And then you're like, well, hey, I'm gonna re-record all the vocals on top of that original one. And I like at the time was like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Uh, this uh, we're, we're, we're within like ten this, days of uh, getting yeah, the trying shit, to get the sending sh- to mastering. Yeah, this was within ten. Yeah, everything all had this already was been within like ten days of mastering, and I'm like that last whatever push. I like every day, every moment I had alone to like work on this. I would just over and over. I, I was constantly writing lyrics for it. I re- totally rewrote all the lyrics. And Do you uh, send it, and it yeah. like. It's like, yeah, that's Honestly, that's I, the well, thing to do. Surprise! And, and I, for a long time, really regretted doing that. And I always thought we made a mistake not putting the the one that we had before on there. But a lot of people have told me they really dig that well, song. So, so I'll, yeah. say, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Now me, that uh, we've talked about it so much, I hope you guys will uh, allow us to put that song in the podcast so we can we can let the listeners hear about yeah. it. Hear it's it. one of my favorites. And, uh, it, it was not at you the know, time. I, and I, I love the fact that every time I brought something up, you guys have, you guys are awesome. Like, I, I love that you could just talk forever. Like, it, it's great to hear all the stories behind the scenes. Like, I have, like, the, the other songs I wanted to touch on was, like, Funeral Flowers and Volcano of Love were my other two favorites. But, uh, but uh, I'm sure that, it, I, I love the fact that I bring up a song and you guys have, like, all the story about it, which is amazing. Oh, we have a great story. Funeral, about funeral flowers. flowers. Is like, okay, like okay, we have a few minutes left. Give me the story about funeral flowers. Come on. So funeral flowers was uh, me and I had the idea. I wrote it on piano, and then me and Tyler got together on his front porch, and he really took like changed the chords a little bit. Uh, really kind of made a really smoother version, like a uh, just ran it through the uh, the. The Tyler Hill processor, I guess, yeah. and uh, just I don't know, made it made it a little bit more uh, smooth and cool. Um, so we took that the, the original guys we were working with. Um, Brock came in one day and he brought his oh, yeah, uh, Dobro. So we kept working on the song, and then we were like, okay, let's just. Uh, David Broll is the guy that we were, we were working with. He said. Let's do. There's only one way to do this song. It's live. Let's do a live version. He goes and Ty, whatever lyrics you have, they're going to be the lyrics for this song. So I hope that you have them. 
and I didn't. I don't. I did not have all the lyrics. So we did it, and it was all done live in one take. That song, and I had the lyrics that I didn't really like. So when we got to, it was like one of the last things that we did. The very last thing we recorded was we took that song in the studio, and we we took off the, took the track. But what he did was the vocals and the bass were on the same track. So he took the um, he took the 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 song he took the the vocals and the bass and ran them through a um, what would you call it? A, well, uh, so what we did was we took the vocals and the bass. They ran them through off. a uh, no. We he took, ran, he well, ran through something. You're skipping some steps. We took the vocals and the bass off because it was like you wanted to redo the vocals, but there was this background vocal that was coming through the one. It was either a drum mic. So or this is a live recording. This is a live recording. Yeah. So okay, so Funeral Flower, it, it's all live. Oh wow! But we, you wanted to redo the vocals, so we took the vocals off. But there was that the underlying vocals were like bleeding through sure. in these other mics, and we couldn't get it correct. And so we redid so, the vocals. But then what we did is basically we took those tracks and ran them through a space echo. Um, it's like a delay, like space echo, and what it did was basically cut down those original vocals but they were kind of going in the background as a delay. And um, that is how we ended up like being able to redo the vocals. I think I could be wrong. I, I did it. Bit. So, okay. No, so he, there's a lot of like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I also find it, the, the vocals and put it through a processor. I find it, it interesting that when I, when I ask about a song, you guys like you dive into like the technical stuff about like the recording of a song. Like I, I'm like, I want to know about like, the writing of it, the what's lyrics, it about? like what's it about? Like the yeah, lyrics, the lyrics were just a feel. I mean, like, uh, the lyrics are like going back to that, uh, back to that thing I was talking about. This realistic thing. I had, I remember I had like some things that happened recently at the very. This is like February of last year, and or 2023, and just like a few things that happened. I just felt kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I, I wrote. I remember like, I, I had this line, and I kept like. I'd heard this on, I don't know where I heard it a long time ago, but it just kept sticking in my mind. It was uh, the uh, a story on The Onion about the uh, about a mayor okay. who drank the water supply. <laughs> it's like the mayor drinks the whole the entire water supply of the town, which is funny because it's like, you know, how like, uh, just about like uh, government misuse or whatever. Sure, and uh, yeah, But yeah. for whatever reason, that just stuck in my head. And... Um, I had come up with this line. I said, uh, my high school sweetheart died. The mayor drank all the water supply. And I just had that line in my head forever. And, and, and for some reason, one day, I just... Remember we had that song, Amy Winehouse, Please Don't Die. Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and so, uh, so for whatever reason, one day I just wrote, my nervous system's fried ever since Amy Winehouse died. I lost the fundamental right just to take it easy. And as soon as I wrote that, everything it's just immediately, line. immediately came. And uh, and it just fit the song perfect and the vibe of the song. Um, yeah, I can I can go there, through. Well, there's that, that line too. too. The, my line favorite too. line, line is uh, "My psychic friends won't return my calls." Yeah, the, the I don't know if we have time, but I'll go. I can I'll go the, run the them po- through the poetry. 
Uh, Chris, you got anything else you want to talk about? Before? Well, I just want to talk about live performance. So we're we're playing next week. Yeah, February tenth, five spot. Are we're having ready? animatronics that are going to come you guys, up. You guys <laughs> say, are you ready? Are you fucking nervous? Like, because I know we don't like. Obviously, both of our bands don't play out terribly often. But like, <laughs> how are you feeling? Like, how are you, are you guys ready? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when's the last time we? No, we're gonna we're gonna practice uh, uh, Sunday. Have you solidified Sunday. your lyrics. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. We're we're ready. Like, I don't. Um, you know, it's just it's just us and God, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a fun. I'm show. excited. I think it'll be really. Yeah, it's fun. gonna be a fun fucking show. This has been. Uh, this it's has been, been a whirlwind. This has been a fun podcast, dude. This is this is kind yeah, of a. It's fun. This has been. I, I think we're. I dare I say we're back in our <clears> groove. Of, uh, uh, but um. Back in the groove again. Sorry. Here we go. Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> and before you end, what was the other song that you said besides uh, Funeral Flash? Oh, what else was the, was the last one that I liked? Uh, I, oh, I liked all of them, but the Get one that stuck out to me was uh, Volcano of Love. Volcano of Love. Yeah, that's a... Um, that one came very quick. Uh, that one didn't really change a lot. Like a volcano. That Yeah. It's not about what people think it's about. Uh, like, <laughs> it's like, it came very quick. Like, like I'll me, also say, like, like, like in like doing like that me demo, my high school girlfriend. Like, that was one of the ones where we did not go through the process of, yeah, like, that was pretty obvious. fighting with mm-hmm. each other. And, like, it was just like, okay, go. Like, this is what it should sound like. This is what. It's fun. Yeah. Um, that yeah that song it, it's got the um the Louie Louie mm-hmm. it's got the La Bamba thing going it's just like classic, and Lowrider cl- yeah, low I, I guess it's no all my friends uh, we yeah. had a we had a really good sax player that played on uh, several of these uh, tracks too Mark Spain yeah and Me Mark Spain adds some like really good Mark Spain good real stuff. Yeah, <laughs> actually Mark he Spain, no the he is Every the time realtor. I pass that billboard I'm like, "Oh, Mark Spain, like our friend that plays the sax." But he uh he tried to sell us the sax after he got done. He uh <laughs> I got a fun afterward I'll share a funny You got a Mark, Mark, Spain. Mark you got a Mark Spain uh, story? Uh so okay. So um yeah, I guess What does it all mean? What, what do we I mean, look, where guys, are we going? All right, look, where are we look, going from here? Look, next Friday, five spot. Saturday? Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Saturday the 10th. Saturday the 10th. Saturday the 10th. February the 10th. This will come out probably, I mean. You're about to see the Country Punks and the Malibu Blackout. Okay, so. The Malibu Blackout. The Malibu Blackout. Tell us about Malibu Blackout. Like the Ohio State. Dude, got a great album out, fucking writing new shit. Where did the name come from? Um, it was, I, I wasn't a, around when the name the was The streets are paved with golden showers? Essentially, it was, it's based off a, a drink, Malibu Black, the rum. There's oh, okay. a Malibu Black rum version, and you like, you you pour it, two ounces, mix it with a little pineapple juice and a little ice, and it just gets you smashed. But that's that, that, so I think that's what the, I think it has to do with Woody got smashed and maybe got smacked in the face one night and get to a You have a guy named Woody in your band? Yeah, his name is Woody. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, look, What's so, his like real so name? So the singer's name is Corey Johnson. Woodrow? The bass player's That's name David. Oh, David? Yeah, so so you got Corey Johnson. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You got Corey Johnson. You got Woody. And then you got Chris Husack, Nutsack. <laughs> and then you got Andy Bloom. I don't know what like what so that is. Husack Bloom's with the Woody Johnson. Yeah, I was to say like there's a lot of Anyways, 
we're fucking awesome, and so are the country folks. <laughs> Just want to say, and I, uh, if your next album is not called "We're Fucking Awesome," I mean, we are fucking awesome. I'm yeah, excited to hear you guys those. play. I'm excited to hear you guys play. It's been years since. Well, I, I mean, we don't really last know what it's going to sound like. It last time I saw you guys play was when I played with you guys. So. Yeah. Yeah, this is totally different. This is different than anything you guys have heard before. So I'm hoping we play we play loud and aggressive. Oh, it's gonna be fucking loud. Yeah, we got bitches. We're bringing stage props. Oh shit! Like we're ready. Yeah, Yeah, you should see that. We got smoke machine. We got like a giant um, a digital uh, sign. We got like fucking trees to put on. Like we're going ham. Paper mache penis. It's yes. We thought about bringing like puppets yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, you were gonna they dress up like <laughs> a gorilla. Socks on the cocks. Yeah. They're like so, guar. Oh wow. Well. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dicky Dicky socks on the cocks is what we're doing. It's gonna be awesome. Mm. But that's. Uh, I don't even know what that means. I'm excited yeah. to uh, to see that. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Anyways, Tony, I love you. Chris is uh, undersigning himself. Yeah. Uh, Are they gonna be ankle socks or like tube socks? <laughs> Oh, tubes up to the thigh socks like hookers, depends like on, from the eighties. Depends 80s. on how I'm feeling, you know. Some days, like warmers. You could know. be like diabetes socks. Compression socks. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. My yeah, my dad wears those. Like <laughs> long <laughs> airplane when flight. <laughs> when you drink too much and your ankle gets swollen. <laughs> we like, got uh, shit, the man. Tommy Copper socks <laughs> on. Tequila socks. That's called cheaters. gout. We call that gout. Yeah. Like gout. The king's disease. Oh, All right, pickleball. Chris. We can't get into pickleball. Chris, I love you, brother. And uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. This is a great show. Uh, Thanks I, for having everybody, us. Uh, February 10th. Um, also, tell everybody where you can find you guys yeah, where, online. Where you guys all that stuff. Like, all it's exclusively on uh, Target. You have to go to Target yes. to get our music. You, you have to go right inside the store. <laughs> and make sure you ask the person at the cash register where the Country Punks oh, album okay. is. Because there's was, no way you can get it if you don't ask them. Okay. Now, that's why I, I, I was bag. going to Camelot Music. That's why I couldn't find it. Yeah, you can find all of the Country Punks. It's a bad deal that we did. included on all of the major platforms. Are you guys bringing merch? You Spotify, got the merch. Apple you Music. All the shit? Like, if we have any left say. over, I, We do I have know. like a box of merch that's somewhere in my over, garage. That's a good thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, if we got enough to sell, like, that's a good thing. Boys. Let me let me tell you one story before we go. Okay. Right, the, the, our last story. show, we t-shirts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we had these, we had like you know we were fucking. I had so much shit going on, but we made shirts and everything. You and made. Shirts. I made shirts. <laughs> we did. And not. Will Will Pettis helped me make the shirts, and Jason Brazier too. Shout out to him. Um, we, we were making the sh- uh, the shirts, and Ryan Kennedy was at the show, and he oh, he bought a shirt. Uh, I think he he paid I don't know twenty five thirty dollars. He the next day he texted me. He says, "Hey man, I paid thirty dollars for this shirt, and I look and there's nothing on it. It's just a t shirt. There's there's no graphic." I'm like, Somehow, "I'm sorry, man. All sells final. There's nothing we can do about it." <laughs> uh, we accidentally sold him a blank uh, yeah. t shirt. So yeah, we are. Hey, our better business that's bureau. Well, we do have some pretty cool T-shirts. I mean, if that's not punk, I don't know. What our, our our music is much better than our better business bureau ratings. So please uh, don't let that uh, you know spur you, you from like not. Right, yeah, don't let it get out. you down. All right, last, last shout out for Malibu Blackout. We're gonna melt your face. Fuck it. There you go. You heard it from Andy. That's all. That's the name of the show. Then melt your face. Dot dot dot. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. it.
There we go. Chris, love you, man. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys on the next episode, whatever that may hold. So. See you guys. Peace. Hold on, wait, some, hold on a second. Wait, I got. Peace. Much love. That was a fucking disaster. I bought funeral flowers for the wedding and baby showers. I'm gonna count down the hours till the end of time. My nervous system's fried ever since Amy Winehouse died. I lost a fundamental right just to take it easy You want it vulgar, you want obscene Pull the poles out past extreme I've seen the future in my dreams but no one believes me Well I bought funeral flowers for the wedding and baby showers I'm gonna count down the hours Till the end of time Don't try to sell me some amazing deal Just get me out of this drama meal Put your shoulder to the wheel And let the good times roll on You know fate love Desirony calls her up, says, hey baby, why don't we go swimming in the sea without no clothes on? Well, I bought funeral flowers for the wedding and baby showers. I'm gonna count down the hours till the end of time. Her eyes no more She lives on In local lore Well lines roar And only poets Speak her name But hit by a car On my mental health wall My psychic friends Won't return my calls The only path In hell by Jonas Salk Is a sad refrain I bought funeral flowers For the wedding and baby showers I'm gonna count down the hours Till the end of time well, I bought funeral flowers